and MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hopefully, you're all having an amazing day. Well, I almost just dropped my little phone there. Hey, hope you're, you're hopefully having an amazing day. It is cold in Chicago. We are in Chicago right now, and uh, here we came here for Christmas, and um, we're still here for another probably a little over a week or so. So it's uh, it's been it's been good. It's been pretty wild um, just seeing everybody, being with family a bunch. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, and um, and, <laughs> and like I said, cold. It was pretty wild though. So on Christmas Day, it was actually warmer here than it was where we're staying in in California. So we're staying up in the mountains in California right now, in a city called Temecula, South like basically basically the Napa Valley of SoCal. And um, on Christmas Day, it was really crappy there. <clears throat> it was like 50 degrees and raining. But it was a record high here in Chicago, 63 degrees and sunny, literally a 146-year record. Or maybe that was the day, maybe that was yesterday. Well, Christmas and the day after was literally between 58 and 63 degrees and sunny, mind-blowing. Um, so that's just totally, totally crazy. And so, uh, so yeah, so it was very warm here. Uh, it's dropped back down to or getting close to more normal, um, so it's like probably high 30s right now I went for a walk this morning it was like 34 or 32 degrees which is when you grew up in a place like this you know 30 degrees is pretty nice <laughs> in uh you know at this time of year but um but it's not what we're used to at all so anyway that's what we're doing now um at my friend's uh at my friend's studio he's a photographer and so we're working out of his studio which is basically like a, a really pretty pretty good size like office um, you know, with a, with a studio, of course, inside of it as well. So we're working there right now. And, um, yeah. So anyway, I want to spend a few minutes with you right now. I was, this has been something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And, um, I feel like I have some cred to talk about it <clears throat> and, uh, maybe you can get some value from it. So it's just working from home and, you know, just the benefits and the drawbacks of it. So, you know, I've been working from home full time for over or just at four years. Um, so totally, you know, totally full-time working from home for about four years or so, and, or just literally almost right four years on the nose. So <clears throat> when I was working a job, I remember thinking all the time, like how much I wanted to work from home. Like I worked my last 
two, um, yeah, really my last two jobs, I could have worked from home. For sure, the last one I was working in as an executive uh, recruiter. So it was basically, you know, inside sales, essentially. And I remember thinking, like, how much more productive I would be if I didn't have to, like, get up and get ready and, you know, drive to the office and all that stuff, right? And I was just like, I really wanted to work from home really bad. And so I remember one time I did work from home because, you know, the the office was like, something has wrong at the office, so everybody just worked from home for two days. And I remember working from home for those two days, and I loved it. I loved every second of it, and, you know, I wanted, I was just like, man, I everything that I thought I thought this would be, it is. Um, I remember even when I was working in the, in the dealerships, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was basically a general manager of a small car dealership. Um, and, and when I say that I basically did, I didn't really do much with the cars themselves. Um, but I kind of managed the people that did. Um, and most of my work was done from an office and I was like, well, I could do this from home. And I remember thinking then like, man, I could do this from home. I had a bunch of other work at home and all this stuff. So I had this, I had like compounded years. I had many, many years of just wishing that I was working at home. And then when I finally did start working at home, when I, when I went full-time, I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. So I quit my job. I go full-time at home. And um, I just, you know, I loved every second of it. I loved getting up in the morning and kind of like doing my thing for an hour or so, you know, hour and a half, something like that. And then just getting to it and like, you know, working in the same place I lived. Well, it stayed that way for a long time. You know, I worked from home. Then actually I got married. And she was still working a corporate job when we got married. So I moved into her condo that she owned in the city. And it was a pretty big, pretty big condo. Um, you know, for a, for a Chicago city, it was it was very, very big. It was like 2,000 square foot in the city. And so I had like my own little office down there, but I, I, I like started to dislike it. So Ashley was working a corporate job. She's working from home and sometimes going to the office and I'm working from home full time. And I started to dislike it a little bit. I started to leave and like get out of the house to go like work at a cafe or sometimes I would drive out to the suburbs and come out to a, a friend's house and work there, that kind of thing. And and then we move, we move into the suburbs, into a bigger house um, where we each have like, you know, nicer offices uh, in the house and that kind of thing. And I had like basically the perfect setup uh, from like a for like a home office perspective. I had a huge room. I mean, the room was very very big. I don't know how big it was, but um, it was a very large room that was like my office, humongous desk. Um, in fact, like for a while, both Ashley and I fit down there. And if you ever seen pictures of my desk before that I used, uh, it is absolutely abnor- enormous. Like I, when I describe it to people, it's people is like jaws at the floor. They're like, wait, what do you mean it's that big? Like the back is basically a, a U-shaped, okay? It's like a U-shaped desk. The back the back layer, it was like a bookshelf thing, was I think 11 feet long. Then the U part, so like where your left side would be, uh, that was uh, like seven or eight feet long. And the front slab in front of you is nine feet long. So it's humongous. Um, and that was my desk. Plus you could fit like in another set of chairs and table or a table uh, chairs and a table or a whole nother desk and stuff and like that. So I had a really good setup down there, but I still found myself getting antsy sometimes. So I, I definitely did a lot better with a good setup. Um, but I found myself getting antsy cause I'd like spend multiple days in a row without leaving the house. And if you are, if you never worked at home full time, that could sound really good to you. But I will tell you that 
today, um, I like having an outside office. So, you know, you know, we've been traveling for a while. Um, you know, we haven't had a permanent spot in since September of 2018. So it's January or it's December of 2019. So it's 12, 13, 14, 15, like almost, I think it's 16 full months that we haven't had a permanent spot. And a lot of that's been overseas. And for three months here in the States, in California, we rented a spot in, Car- in Carlsbad, like a spot to live. And we rented an office um, about four miles away in, Car- uh, yeah, in Carlsbad, California. And those three months have been the most productive business months by far um, in the past 16 months, by far. And I, I mean, it's probably for two reasons. Number one, I'm a bit of a, uh, I get cabin fever. I, I like have to leave in the middle of the day or at some time in the day, I have to leave for a while. So then that's number one. Number two is it gave me a designated place to turn on and turn off. So I knew if I was at the office, man, I'm going at it. And if I'm out of the office, I'm not going at it. So one of the things that an office does for me, particularly maybe for you is like, it allows me to like be okay with doing business things and being busy. You know, so when you're a, when you're a hunter of productivity, like I am, you know, being busy is not what I'm after. You know, I don't like being busy, in fact, because um, to me, busy means it, I equate busy with an indiscriminate use of time because I was so busy for so long with so little productivity that I went to the other end of the coin and became a, a very heavy thinker. And so I constantly think, how can I be more productive? And many times being busy is the antithesis of productivity. Well, when you get so heavy into that mindset, sometimes you avoid busy things that you just need to do. So for instance, like I don't really pick up my phone. Like very few people have my phone number. Um, and, uh, a friend, a good, good friend of mine, actually my sponsor uh, makes fun of me. Cause like, he's like, he's like, he'll leave me voicemails, be like, Zach voice or phones are for ringing and you should answer them. But I just never answer the phone. Uh, it's always on do not disturb. It goes straight to voicemail. Um, like hundred percent of the time I just don't answer it. But like I would even, I would even, I really even dread like I don't even like doing phone calls with anyone. Like it doesn't matter who it is. I just don't like doing phone calls. Period. But when I have an office, like it's like something switches in my brain and I'm more okay with it. So it's like, oh, I'm working. I can do it. Um, so it allows me to just accept some of the stuff I don't like doing and just do it rather than like try to kind of always try to pass everything this productivity filter because some things you just just got to do it rather than passing it through the productivity filter. Um. So that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is, like I said, the, the lack of cabin fever. And um, yeah, I think that's... The, and, and then the last one is just the separation, right? Knowing when to turn on and to turn off. You know, when you work from home, you're kind of always on. You're like, even when you're even when you're off, you're, your brain is still running at like a 10% capacity, like just thinking about things. And um, that's really not fun. So bottom line is I would... I personally would recommend people have an office of some kind or a designated place to go. And if you have never broken the routine of like working a job and all that stuff, break the routine, go crazy for a while, and then find out your happy medium. So for me, I had the routine for for years of working a job, working the business, going to sleep, working the job, working the business, going to sleep. And I was so sick of it that I totally broke the routine and like, you know, we'd left all of our stuff and all of our things and everyone we knew and we started traveling across the earth. Um, and we, so we totally went to the other end of the spectrum and now I'm like, okay, 
you know, I'm most happy in a really like nice location with great weather where I can be productive. Like at this stage in life, I'm that's where I'm most happy. But the only reason I'm happy in that way is because I like went off the deep end and started traveling. We did all that stuff like, you know, psychos for a little while. Um, and we still kind of are. In fact, we, we definitely are. <laughs> um, like we're still living out of, you know, two, two backpacks. Um, so at this stage, like I do crave some of that structure, you know, this trip, this Christmas trip, it's a three week, basically, basically a three week trip to Chicago and Michigan where we're from. It's been pretty difficult to be productive, to be honest, because, you know, we don't really have a place where we can go to work. Working at the houses that we've been staying at, it can be difficult for various reasons. You know, Ashley's parents live in the country. It's a very, very large house. Definitely there's room to work, but it's in the country, so the internet can be spotty. So that can be difficult. Um, my parents' house, you know, they live in a, a very dense suburb of Chicago, so the internet is no problem. Um, but it's, you know, it's a it's a very nice house, but it's fairly small, comparatively speaking. There's no really place you can escape to. Like, you got to basically work in the kitchen or in the living room or something like that, and it, you're totally in the line of fire for, you know, uh, not bad interruptions, but not interruptions nonetheless. Um, where we're staying, you know, we're staying at a friend's house right now beautiful house, uh, beautiful people, but the same exact thing can happen. And so we, you know, of course, debated on just renting our own Airbnb or, a, you know, hotel and stuff like that. Um, but we're here to be with family and be with friends. We're like, well, we'll just, we'd rather stay with them. Um, so it's been, it's, it's tough finding a place to go. So that's why we came to the studio here today, which has been a really, really great. Um, so there's, so there's that. So in this stage, like I said, we're, we kind of crave some of that structure where we can go to our office, right, and, and go work there, and then come home and turn off, and, um, you know, and, and God's been blessing our business a lot, so, like, you know, we can, we can, if we want to take a trip somewhere, we can, we can go take that trip, right, we don't have to, like, you know, do all these crazy backflips in order to go visit somewhere else, um, so that's, that's an option, of course, as well, and, of course, we've been blessed to be able to basically pick where we want to live, and, and, you know, live in a very, very nice, nice place in the world, probably what I would consider the nicest weather in the United States. Um, so, you know, we've been blessed to live in a nice place and a nice area and, and stuff like that. So anyway, um, that being said, I, I think everyone, I, I shouldn't say everyone, that's, that's a totally, um, I, I can't, I don't have the right to say everyone should do anything. Um, I think there's a lot of value in having a separate office. There's a lot of value in working from home when you first are able to quit your job and then, going nuts for a while, like totally breaking the structure, breaking the norm, because you probably have a lot of patterns that you do, because I do, or I did, and I still have some, I'm sure. We have patterns in our minds that are socially acceptable, but they don't actually serve you, right? So you have, you know, patterns like, you know, working from eight to five. Well, why do you work from eight to five? You know, like, have you ever thought about that really deeply, thought about that and asked why? Like, we work from eight to five because, well, we were told to work from eight to five and, you know, back in the day when eight to five or nine to five was established, like that was a lot of time that was during the industrial revolution when they needed structure to crank out, um, uh, you know, assembly line stuff. So if you're putting together a car and some employees are coming in four hours later, like the assembly line won't function. So people have to come in from nine to five. Well, who's to say that that's how you operate, right? Like, why are you operating with a 1920s industrial revolution mindset of working from eight to five and taking lunch at noon? You know, like, does that, does that serve you? And it might serve you. You might actually operate the best during that time, but maybe you don't. So it's good to go through time where you're challenging these, these constructs that are placed in our minds from our childhood all the way up till now to figure out how you really operate. 
And so uh, traveling abroad full-time really helps you break those constructs down because everything changes. You know, you're out of your element completely. You can't have structure. It's impossible to have structure. Um, and so you're forced to examine things and forced to do things in a more productive way, or at least any way. Um, and then, you know, the stuff that does help gets, gets brought to the surface. So, so yeah. So, like, for instance, in January, we're going to go back to California, and we have another month booked at the the house in the in the wine country in the Temecula, right in the in the, in, in the mountains, which I'm really excited about that house, but I'm not excited about the fact that we're working out of the house in that place. So we wanted to, we wanted to check one more time what was it like to work out of the house because it's quite large, um, it allows us to work out of the house and that kind of thing. And I already know right now that I don't want to go back and work at the house. Like I figured that out in month one, but we booked another month. Um, so I'm very excited. Like for February, for instance, we're hopefully going to, you know, basically go back to, you know, house and office type of situation. But um, doing all of this bouncing around, I will tell you right now, it do, you do take a productivity hit when you bounce around. Um, if you listen to my podcast back from, I think it was in June or July, I talked about when we first got that office. I was talking about the productivity hit you take from traveling. And uh, I'll tell you straight up that <laughs> it is very real. Um, I recorded that podcast when we first got to that office. And I'll tell you, after three full months at that office, those were the most productive three months we've had in business in the past 16 months. Um, so it's a very, very real thing that you that you take. But you know, I do think that everyone should leave everything you know and travel for you know at least three to six months um, straight. And you do it overseas where the culture is different and uh, you'll start to change naturally your mind um, about what is correct and what is not correct, what was pushed down my throat and what did I accept, that kind of thing. So anyway, that being said, um, hopefully you have an amazing day. Hopefully this shined a little bit of light for you and um, hopefully this helped in some small way. And if it did, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below. And with that, hopefully you have an amazing day. Thank mm-hmm. you.